Caitlin Richards. My name's Quinn Russell. And we have a special guest today. Me? Yeah! Woo! My name is Sean Putzier. That is your yeah. name. Yeah! Hi, Sean. Hi, Quinn. I'd like to note that Quinn's wearing a shirt that says Patty's Irish Pub, mm-hmm. South Philadelphia. I got this in London. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> what does it say South Philadelphia on it? Why does it say South Philadelphia on it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't make shirts. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> shirt maker. Maybe they made it in South Philadelphia. Oh, well, it's in South Philadelphia, England. That's not true. It's in it South Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania on it. P-A is how they spell England in oh. England. Oh. That's that? how you pronounce it. That's new. It's like, like, it's like Z is Z mm-hmm. in Canada, and P-A is England Ah, in England. That makes sense. Winston yeah. Churchill made that up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While you're smoking thought. a cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right after, after the Magnum Jones. Cardis. <laughs> so Sean, yes. Tell the listeners about yourself. About myself, yes. Um, let's see. I act a little. I direct a little. I just graduated from Sierra College. Woo! Woo! I'm going to be My transferring, transferring to UC San Diego in the fall. Wow! We've got a exciting. smart boy yeah. over here making the big Ooh. time. Very nice. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. I get to live on the beach. Yeah, like right the on the beach. beach. I love the beach. <laughs> he doesn't look like he loved the beach, but he does. No. Yeah. yeah. I try it. <laughs> so you're going to be majoring in theater. Yes, theater. Do they have like emphasis emphases there? Um, no, they don't. They have a very broad program, which is uh, something I like. So, yeah. um You're a broad guy. Yeah, but thank you. You have to, you know, take playwriting classes, you have to take stage management courses as well as acting and directing. Mm-hmm. And just a little bit of everything, which is something I enjoy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, very nice. So then, Sean, what are your life goals? What are my life goals? Yeah. My, um, What's your five-year plan? I want, yeah. I want to teach theater in high school, actually. Oh, oh that's nice. cool. Yeah. That is that is the goal. Oh, um, I can see you being like a little Mr. Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's exactly the goal. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I found that I really like directing. Um, so I think if... It, you know, if I were to choose like a specific emphasis, I I would go into more directing than fun facts else. for the listeners. Sean directed Madagascar Junior. <laughs> I did. <laughs> What's Madagascar? Is it like a, a prequel? No, 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 no. Oh, it's, it's Madagascar. No. It's an adaptation of the movie Madagascar, but it's a musical, and it's for ages like <laughs> seven through fifteen. Oh, yeah. oh. That's really it's funny. Sick. It's called Madagascar Junior, but there's no like regular Madagascar play. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the junior version. <laughs> it's too powerful for adults to perform. I yeah. agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there a song nice. called "I Like to Move It, Move It"? There is. That song is is in it. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah, I directed. Madagascar Jr. and then I just directed Flowers for Algernon. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it was very good. Thank you. I really like the technical aspect of it. What What night did you did you come? Uh, the last night when okay. Eric gave you that poster. Yeah. Because I went to BJ's with you afterwards. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it was good. I also liked how you had a real mouse on stage. I had to fight for that mouse. No one wanted me. My stage manager didn't want me to have that mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, our producer Scott Adams did not want us <laughs> to have that mouse. And I had to fight everyone at every turn to have a live mouse on stage. And then I did it, and it was just okay. So just just for <laughs> the listeners, just for the listeners and myself, since I don't know anything about that play, 
What was the yes. mouse? What, what what scene was the mouse for? So Flowers for Algernon is a story from the 60s. It's, it was a short story, and then it was adapted into a novel. Um, and then there have been stage adaptations. There's a movie once, but it's about a man named Charlie Gordon who's mm-hmm. intellectually disabled. He has an IQ of about like 68. And so they bring him in, and they do – they first test this on a mouse, but it's a surgery – that it's supposed to increase your intelligence. So uh, they use the mouse Algernon first, and they increase his intelligence, and then they bring in Charlie Gordon because it worked on the mouse, yeah. and they try it on a human. And so he becomes – he goes from being intellectually disabled um, to becoming like a super genius, and he basically becomes smarter than the doctors who performed the surgery on him. Wow. And he finds out – when when he's at his peak intelligence, that uh, Algernon the mouse has started declining in intelligence, and and he does all these equations, and he figures out that he's going to revert back to being intellectually disabled, and so it's 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 about you know the morality of um you know is this okay to suddenly make this person smart, and it's about how we treat intellectually disabled people, and um sort of the struggle that Charlie Gordon goes through in in figuring out that he hasn't been treated right when before he didn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he thought everyone was really nice all the time. Yeah. yeah. And and as he gets smarter, you know, he finds out, well, oh, people aren't as nice as I thought. Yeah. And it's sad as fuck. Yeah. Wow, this is very complex. Yeah, it's very it, very complex. It's very um depressing. But it's yeah. very fun to work on. Um, so did you have to find a smart mouse that could play dumb or a dumb mouse that could play smart? We have... I think Eric is a dumb mouse who can play smart. Eric is a dumb mouse. Is Eric the mouse? No, yeah. Eric's the main character. Oh, okay. <laughs> he played Charlie Gordon. Yeah. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Um, we, there's a scene where the mouse has to, like, do a maze, and so what we did is we got a mouse cage, and we just put black, um, like, curtains inside it so you can see what's going on in there. Wow. <laughs> um, so Steven, that was Steven's mouse, right? That was Steven's mouse, He yes. told me that that was like the third or fourth mouse because he kept feeding the other ones to a snake on accident. That, that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. On accident? We had about five actors die during my second um, show directing. <laughs> um, during your Sierra College di- directorial debut, yeah. five mice died. Yeah, five of our actors set to play Charlie um, <laughs> were eaten by a snake named Cheetah. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so were they all given to the snake accidentally? Did they just throw them in the same... I asked Stephen so many questions about yeah. that, and he did not want to talk about it. He told me <laughs> that his roommates uh, would think that the mice were for the snake yeah. each time, and so after like the third time, he wrote a note, but the his roommate still misunderstood the note. It said like... Oh, the note said... um. Algernon, do not feed. But he thought it meant do not feed Algernon. Yeah. Not like don't oh. feed Algernon to the mi- to the snake. Yeah. 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 So I was concerned about that one, like starving to death. So that's pretty <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also heard that to get into character, Stephen taped a photo of his ex girlfriend on the inside of the box. <laughs> um, this is something I heard about after. Um, but yeah, there's basically. Stephen played this character named Bert, who is the handler of um, the mouse. He's a graduate student working um, with the doctors. And so I 
blocked it. It's not in the script, but I blocked it this way, where um, Eric uh, had these monologues, these progress reports, where he was like writing in a diary, basically. And so he'd do those to the audience, and then during those, different like symbolic things would happen. And so one of these symbolic things is that Bert brings out this box, and um, then Charlie's next scene is finding out that the mouse died. So he has um, the mount, the dead mouse in the box, and so Stephen taped a picture of his ex girlfriend on the inside of the box. He'd look at it, and then he'd get very upset. And, see <laughs> and then the character Bert would come out, you know, upset about this dead mouse, and and. And the the night he did it, because yeah. I was watching, I noticed like Stephen's really on it tonight. Like he looks really upset about the dead mouse. And I found out like days later, like he taped a picture of his ex girlfriend. Wow. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> That's intense. That is wow. Intense. Dedication. <laughs> um, how's your love life, Sean? My love life is pretty good. I know yeah. your girlfriend. She's nice. She is nice. Yeah. I'm playing um, love interest with my girlfriend now. Oh, oh, fuck. You have to tell us all about Wedding Singer. Go I'm, I'm, I'm in a musical called The Wedding Singer. Buckle in, folks. Based on the Adam Sandler feature film. What's, was there an Adam Sandler feature film called The Wedding Singer? Yes. In okay. the early 2000s. It was Adam Sandler. He played The Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. And um, then he fell in love with Drew Barrymore. In real life? I, I don't know about that. Just but, in the movie. But in the movie. Yeah. In the movie, for sure. In real life, maybe. Yeah. The Wedding Singer is about this guy, and he sings at weddings, and then um, his fiance leaves him at the altar, and so he's very depressed, and then he starts falling in love with this girl named Julia. But Julia is engaged to be married to Glenn. Ooh. Glenn. Glenn Spicy. is a big, I can curse on this? Yeah. Asshole. And so that's, you know, the basic plot. So my fiance leaves me at the altar. Um, I fall in love with Julia. Julia falls in love with me, but she's married. She's engaged to be married to this asshole. Mm. So we audition for the wedding singer. I get cast as Robbie, the wedding singer. Emma, my girlfriend, gets cast as Julia. How romantic. Um, That's very romantic. The wedding uh, caterer. And this guy <laughs> named Michael gets cast as the character Glenn. Then about maybe two weeks in, he starts showing up, he stops showing up to rehearsals and we go, where's, where's Glenn? And our director's like, well, I don't know. He's, I guess he's dealing with some family stuff and he's not, you know, he'll be back. And we're like, oh, okay. And then another week goes by with what, where's Glenn? <laughs> and someone's like, oh, well he had this week off for like a trip to Disneyland with his wife and kids. And we're like, oh, okay. And then a couple days go by. And we have this Facebook group for the show. And in the Facebook group, he posts a message. And the message says, um, hey, guys, I'm sorry I haven't been there the past couple of weeks. As you know, it was my wife, who is my whole world, who encouraged oh, no. me to audition for the show. And unfortunately, I betrayed her trust <laughs> no, no, no. with someone in the cast. <laughs> so unfortunately, I will not be able to continue um, with this show. I'm sorry for any inconvenience. Best of luck to you. That's such a bombshell. So it's he, such a bombshell. So he did a lady or, or a guy. He did a lady or a guy that was in the cast. Yes. You guys were rehearsing for two weeks. How did that happen? I don't know. But it's like... It's like one one of you amongst yeah. you 
I had sex with. Figure it out. Goodbye. Why? <laughs> why throws he, the cape Why would he tell his wife, and then why would he tell you guys? Also, I feel like that his really... wife wrote, had to write that Facebook status, that's, right? That's what we always imagine, like, him, like, typing. Um, yeah. And his wife, like, standing over his shoulder, like, you need to write this now. Like, yeah. I don't think they went to Disneyland. Yeah. 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 That'd be a weird way to work things out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, I'm going to tell you something just as they're going over the... So, the... so but, yeah. like, okay. <laughs> First of all, you can just tell us that you're dropping the show. You don't need to tell us why. Yeah. His wife had to have added that. You don't yeah. know that. Like, <laughs> my wife, who you know is my whole world. I okay, guy. betrayed her trust. And... You don't need to tell us that, and you especially don't need to tell us with someone in the cast. Do you have any suspects? Oh, I know who it is. Who is it? We, we, we... Let's drop some names right we, now. Let's burn some ridges. Do we it. We have, um, a suspicion, kind of, but it's fine. We don't need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> we can't even talk about it. No, we can't talk about it. Um, I'm not going to say her name, but I know who it is, because her ex-fiance was on my improv team, oh. and uh, now it says single on his profile, and he deleted all of her photos. Well, see, that is a connection we may have made, but we don't know if the two incidents are related. But it has to be related. Can you guys tell me when this is done, when we're off? Yes. I'm really <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, there's that that was going on, and then, okay, so this theater company, um, Placer Community Theater, <laughs> has a reputation amongst people I know of um, not being the best. There are people that we know, like Marley and, and Toby. Toby, who have worked with them before and who haven't um, uh, given the most glowing recommendations of it. But... I wanted to be the wedding singer, so I said, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I got a bunch of people I know to audition too. And they're like, oh, but Toby and Marley say it's bad. I'm like, it'll be fine. Come on. And so my friend, um, so I got Emma to audition. I got Colby mm-hmm. uh, to audition. Colby plays Sammy. Colin. Um, Colin and my friend Kira, who Colin and Kira are both very immensely talented people. Um, oh, and Michael. And Michael Mondello, yeah. And um, a few other people. Our friend Jordan, who, um, he was in the Adams Family. He was the the black ancestor. Oh, ancestor. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan's in it. He's great. I Are these him. all people who go to Sierra College? Um, Yes, for the most part, except for uh, Kira. But, uh, so, like, Colin and Kira, they, the last, like, two, three musicals I've been in, they've been, like, um the leads in um like playing romantic love interests and so kira gets cast as the character holly and colin gets cast as the gay character george nice. the gay character george has one quality about him and it's that he's he is gay, gay. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so colin dropped because he's a homo no no colin <laughs> is a pansexual man so oh he's, okay he's very excited for the opportunity to play a gay character but the wedding singer is a very campy musical it's very um you know, silly, and there's a scene where George raps with the grandma, and, and oh, Colin hated that. Kira auditions with like a bunch of conflict. She was playing Sophie, um, in Mamma Mia okay. at the time that she auditioned, so she had all these. Well, I can't be there. Our rehearsal schedule is really weird because it's like Friday nights and like Saturday mornings. And Kira goes, "Well, a lot of those I can't make." Um, our director didn't look at her conflicts before casting her really yeah so there was there was uh, a little bit of tension there 
in that, um, you know, Kira wouldn't not be there because she had a conflict and uh, they'd be like, well, where's Kira? And Kira would say, well, I wrote this down. You know, I couldn't be here on this day. And then Kira had an uncle who died. Oh. And um, they, they are having his funeral in Texas during our tech week. So Kira messaged our director and said, hey, um, I'm sorry, but I have to go to this funeral. And um, our director kind of gave her a little bit of shit for it. Like, this is a burden on on the show and, and wasn't very, like, sympathetic about it. And so Kira decided, okay, I'm just going to drop the show. Yeah. Like, I don't want to deal with this. And then Kira dropped. And a big reason that Colin was doing the show was because Kira was in it. And Kira was no longer in it. And Colin's been going through some other stuff. So Colin decided, okay, I'm going to drop too. And then Michael actually dropped first. And <laughs> Michael just didn't want to. He had a job opportunity or something. So it was like, these are all the people, minus Glenn, that I brought in. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Right? So I, I feel personal responsibility for that. So I start, like, uh, finding people, like, messaging all the people I can, like, did anyone replace them yet? Yes. Oh, so our director found a replacement for Kira. And our director, um, the <laughs> day after they dropped, like, had a meeting and was, like, and, and she was very, like, apologetic. Um, our director found a replacement for Glenn, you know, the guy who cheated on his wife and dropped the show. Woo! That guy. Mm-hmm. And so she puts on Facebook, I found our new Glenn. Please welcome to the cast. Tyler, what what's his last name? It's either Thompson the or Lurch? Johnson. The guy who played freaking Lurch in the Adams <laughs> family. So now he's like a million feet tall. He is a million feet tall, which is and the, you steal his girlfriend. Yes, I do. That's hilarious. And Sean's a short king. My girlfriend, listeners. my girlfriend played Wednesday Adams in the Adams family, and this guy played Lurch. Lurch. So now Wednesday and Lurch are engaged to be married. That's pretty funny. That's funny. And oh, then the caveman yeah. ancestors steal <laughs> her. That is right. That is correct. <laughs> that's the best part of the whole thing. So yeah, that's um. That's, that's wild, man. That's the lowdown on the wedding singer. Who replaced Holly? Um, this girl named Kaylee. She's someone the director knew. Um, yeah, she's pretty good. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Nice. That sounds like a good production. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a very good production. Do you guys rehearse in like, an airport? No, we don't. That's good. No, they they used to rehearse in the airport. We rehearse because they don't own the theater they perform in. It's a very um, nice theater. It is a very nice theater. So we rehearse in a church half the time and in a dance studio the other half of the time. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. No, it's fine. Okay. Where would you rehearse in the airport? I, You know what? I don't know. <laughs> That's something we'll have to ask Marley or yeah. Toby. Uh, I saw a picture of them rehearsing in an airport. It was like just like a small room. Mm-hmm. It looked like a like an elementary school classroom. It was yeah. such a small room. It's okay. Not, yeah. It's not as bad as, um. well, no, I don't think any of it is like bad. It's just... Our rehearsal space. It's just unfortunate. But for for six players, they don't own the spaces they perform in either. Six players, um, their goal is like immersive theater. And so um, we perform in the House of Oliver That's wine bar. bar in Roseville. We did Jekyll and Hyde in that wine bar. And um, the Family Church in Roseville, we, um, they've done two shows there now. They did The Little Mermaid there before I was a part of the company. And then we did Newsies. Um, in the church. It was very fun. Um, but they don't own the spaces they perform in. Um, but the director's husband owns an Ace Hardware. So we rehearse in an Ace Hardware side space. 
<laughs> we rehearse at where they keep their grills. Where they keep their grills? <laughs> yeah. Does it smell nice in the Ace, Ace Hardware? Well, so, is it okay. like wood chips there's everywhere? Like, there's just... like the Ace Hardware, and then it's like a suite that they use as a storage space. It's like um, if you're in a shopping center where like the Little Caesars would be. But instead of the Little Caesars, it's just like nothing in there but grills okay. and a theater company. How do you find these rehearsal spaces? I These all seem like very odd, weird places. I don't know how you'd reach out to anywhere. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but that's a really good sentence. Yeah, from 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 what I know, churches are like, yeah, use our church. We don't care. And uh, our director's hu- husband owned the Ace Hardware, so he was like, yeah. Um, oh, sorry, I I can't go. I have rehearsal at the Ace Hardware. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, Six Players does a lot of cool stuff. Um, for rehearsing in Ace Hardware, um, we just did a cabaret performance at the Crocker Art Museum for Gay Pride Month. Oh, I saw pictures. It looked yeah. fun. Yeah. It was very fun uh, to be gay for a day. I like your pink <laughs> outfit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I wore pink and I wore, like, short booty shorts. You rock them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When does your show open? My The Wedding Singer opens on July 12th. Oh, so that means you can come see me and Eric in Leading Ladies? Yes, I, I'm planning on coming Saturday to see you and Eric in Leading Ladies. Ooh! Nice. And then yeah. you and the gang are coming next week, because Jared's play doesn't close until this weekend. Wait, was it on Thursday? Uh, n- Where? Okay, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, uh, you and Kat and your girlfriend are going to go see Jared tomorrow, right? No, Thursday. What's today? Oh, okay, it's the steering. On Thursday. I forgot which one yeah. Thursday. And Jared's play closes Sunday. Yeah. So Kat said she's going to get everybody to come see my play next weekend. Okay. Like in a van. Yeah. 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 Just so the listeners know, you can join us still. Yeah. Come <laughs> yeah. see me and Leading Ladies at uh, Main Street Theater Works in Jackson, California. Yeah. How is, how is that going? It's going really well. It's really fun. Um, yeah. Do you know Scott Adams' son, Charlie? I I I think I shook hands with him once. He's doing tech. Really? Yeah, he's a really oh. nice kid. That's um cool. the other day I was just making small talk with him. I asked him how old he is, he's seventeen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, when you turn eighteen? And then I said, Wait, not like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I felt really embarrassed when I walked away. I hope he went home and told Scott Adams. And then uh, Eric told me I'm never gonna work in this town again. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, Scott wouldn't kiss me then, he definitely won't kiss me then. <laughs> Michael Mondello dropped out from The Wedding Singer because, um, A, he didn't like it, and, B, um, he didn't want to be in it. And, yeah, those are two good reasons. Yeah. And the next day, he gets a, um email. Sorry for that garbage truck in the background. This is live, <laughs> folks. <laughs> he gets an email from Roger Hootman, who's Ooh. an adjunct professor at Sierra. He owns a community theater called the Chautauqua Playhouse, and he offers Michael a role in this play – I forgot what it's called. It's the Maltese not, Falcon. The Maltese Falcon, mm-hmm. yes. And then I was hanging out with Michael the other night. Michael tells me he's in the Maltese Falcon. Scott Adams is in the Maltese yeah. Falcon. And Scott Adams hits on Michael in it. Because no Scott Adams' way. character no. is gay. Yes! Woo! <laughs> do they kiss? I don't know. Who does? Who do they play? Do you know their names? Oh, no. I, I know nothing about the Maltese Falcon. And All Michael right. is very upset. With me, that I didn't know anything about yeah. the Maltese Falcon. I was going to say, let's wow. go see it, but you'll be in San Diego by then, probably. Well, I, we start very late. The UCs are on, like, a weird quarter system, so uh-huh. my move-in day is, like, 
September 25th. Oh, perfect. You can come see it because they open in August. Yeah. All right, let's go see Scott Adams. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. But I, <laughs> yeah. I haven't told Eric yet. I figure he might be upset if oh. he learned that. Is that. Michael still a student? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, at least they don't kiss. I think that was the big reason yeah. we dropped because Scott would have to have kissed me, a former student, and mm-hmm. then Eric, a current student. And he's like, oh, that's too saucy for me. <laughs> but actually, during a show the other day backstage, I said to Charlie, his son, I was like, hey, remember when I almost kissed your dad? <laughs> Why would... <laughs> and he said... You're not allowed to be in your children <laughs> And he said, yeah, and he almost kissed two dudes. And I was like, no wonder he dropped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, fun fact. So there's an old man in my play. He's, his name is Scott Taylor. Okay. How old? 61. Okay. That's not that old. Yeah, he's not that old, but he's kind of old. Um, <laughs> so the other day, Eric made a joke that he's getting paid more than everyone because he's equity. <laughs> okay. And then I made a joke that I'm getting paid more than everyone because I'm cast for diversity. Because uh-huh. I'm the only ethnic minority in the play. Mm-hmm. And then, so I just said I was cast for diversity. And then this old man, Scott, said, well, you know what? I think it's good to hire disabled actors. <laughs> <laughs> I really got roasted by an old man, you guys. He put you in a body bag. I know, right? Oh, I'm still warm from that bird. <laughs> so, Quinn. Yeah. Tell us about Europe. Yeah, how's Europe? You just came man? back. Um, Europe's pretty cool. You know, I always, you know, I feel like growing up in the U.S., we always kind of make fun of Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just a better, they're a better people over there. <laughs> when I went to France, I was like, whoa, everybody's beautiful everybody speaks a beautiful language and everybody knows everything about culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they all speak two languages and they smoke all the time <laughs> and they drink wine. You just, you just drink wine in France. Like really? you just buy it at the grocery store. You go out, you know, you don't even know to go outside. You just open it up in the grocery store <laughs> and nice. start drinking. That's all people fucking do I wanna in France. France you, why aren't we all living in France? That's what I kept asking. Why aren't we more like the French? Oh, I don't think God. I'm good enough to live in France. That's you know fair. I mean? I That's what I constantly... I was afraid to talk to French people. Because <laughs> I was just like, I'm just this piece of shit. They're all really stylish. Yeah. That's yeah. another thing you immediately notice. Mm-hmm. They're all beautiful and stylish. But um, I've heard that the French are rude to Americans. They're super true? nice. Is that true? Oh. I mean, some of them were like, you know, if you ask a stupid question, like, yeah. oh, where's the... You know, if you kind of waste their time a little bit, if you're yeah. not prepared with your question, then yeah, they're gonna be a little bit rude. But they're, they're, they were really nice to me. Like anytime mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, what do I order?" I don't know what any of this means because it's French. Um, they would help you out and they'd yeah. be really nice. Oh, and... that's mm-hmm. good. Did most of them speak English as well? All of them spoke English. Oh. I would try and say, uh, uh, "Pardon, excuse moi," <laughs> and they would just say, "Yeah, what do you need, man?" Nice. Yeah, but no, everything's beautiful in Europe. And people just drink wine openly and they smoke. And wow. They're cool. That's the they're dream. all really cool. That's my retirement. So where did you go in Europe? I went to London for six days and Paris for three. Nice. Yeah. So your parents just like randomly did this for you? Did yeah, like, I feel need, really bad about it. You need to be cultured. Here's this trip. Pretty much. <laughs> That's the cool. You have the coolest parents ever. Did yeah. you go did with you your that? parents or by yourself? Uh, by myself. Oh, really? Yeah. How was that? Um, it was pretty cool. I got a little homesick at times because yeah. it's kind of hard to be in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. Um, by yourself, but no, I mean, I eventually, I met up with some Americans, I met some, uh, British people and they were cool. Well, they actually weren't that cool, but no. they were fine. Uh, I met, Brit- I can say I've met real British people now. Yeah. Um, did you see the big clock? No, it's under construction. What? what? Right. What do you like, mean under construction? Like if you Did they put a giant cloth over it or what do you mean? 
They literally just put a giant. I mean, they, there's metal around the cloth. Really? But they, oh my god! You can't <laughs> see the cloth. On Big Ben. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that Big Ben's not like not the name of the tower? It's actually the name of the bell. And the clock itself is like Queen Elizabeth's royal clock or something stupid. Really? Yeah. That's dumb. Right? That is dumb. I hate that. That's dumb and stupid. Yeah. Uh, but now I saw I saw the building connected to Big Ben. And that, was, that was cool. <laughs> that's Ooh. cool. Yeah. Um, we don't have clocks in America. No. We my, really don't have clocks. My buddy um, Ryan, he just spent a Ryan semester. Ryan Romero? Yeah, Ryan Romero. He just spent a semester in London. Ooh. Um, he was drunk the whole freaking time <laughs> that sounds about right the drinking age there is lower than definitely the drinking 18 age yeah 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 <laughs> how's your love life caitlin um no no it's what? not yeah all right how's your love life quinn uh it's good oh that's good yeah yeah i'm doing a chick right now that's nice that's cool I'm totally doing her yeah She's a nice i always chick. love doing chicks yeah, yeah. remember that that chick you did um while telling ghost stories we told ghost stories? Yeah, and she was on cocaine. Oh, that's another chick I yeah, did. Yeah, that's yeah. a different chick. Uh, hopefully that chick doesn't listen to this podcast. I'm sure Wait, she doesn't know how to use a computer. Were you doing that chick while telling a ghost story? Were you like in story. the middle of it, like, doing, like telling a ghost story? The, the scariest like... part, he ejaculates. <laughs> uh, so there's this lady in a class I was in, and for the class I was in, we all had to, like, talk about ourselves, right? Let's um, give her a fake To name. the whole... Class. Um, let's uh, 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 computer. We'll call her computer. Okay. Okay. So, you know, computer and I were in class together, <laughs> and I I tell a story about how I did acid once, right? Okay. In the class, and everybody liked it. And she says, "Oh, that's so funny," because I did cocaine once, and I was like, "Really? How was cocaine?" She said, "Oh, it was good. I've only done it once." And then I was like, "Oh." That's really neat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, ah, you're a cocaine addict. We all kind of joke around in the class that she like does a lot of cocaine. What you know? freaking class is this? Uh, well, if I give it away, then other people. Uh, okay. Don't. I, I don't know. I don't I'm know. Just, I don't. If I feel like it's not gonna get out. Well, I feel like I feel like if someone knows like what class you're talking about, like this is the class we told acid and cocaine stories, and then they already know. You know. Yeah, what they I mean? kind of already know. <laughs> all right, so it was an acting class. All right. We'll just say it was an acting class. Okay. And it was an acting, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, uh, you know, a couple of weeks go by. And she's like, hey, guys, I did cocaine again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I was like, oh, how was it this time? Oh, it was pretty good. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool that you find it to be pretty good. <laughs> You're like, oh, do you do cocaine all the time? She's like, no, 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 no. I don't do cocaine all the time and then it was like okay that's good a couple weeks go by she's like my boyfriend broke up with me oh no oh no and then we're all like oh that's not good she's like yeah you know i was crying so my cousin and her boyfriend came down and we did cocaine (laughs) of course they did cocaine yeah and i was like oh you're 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 cocaine addict a little bit and she's like haha no i'm not it is pretty good though Nice. Oh, okay. She just likes the smell of it. She just likes the smell of it. She really likes the smell of it. She gets really close and inhales a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, and she also likes the weight of it in her purse because the next (laughs) the next couple of weeks go by, and um, (laughs) and then she comes into class, right? And this time she comes into class with a uh, sort of red nose, and she's grinding her teeth, and she says, "Hey." How are my eyes? Do, do I look high right now? Do I look like I'm on cocaine right now? <laughs> yeah. And then I say, oh, uh, your eyes are fine. 
Did you do cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's something uh, someone who did cocaine would do. And, um, <laughs> and she says, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? She's grinding her teeth. She's uh-huh. like she's like making a lot of fidgety movements. She's pretty hyper right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, yeah, do you want to see it? And I go, okay. So then she pulls out her purse and she shows me cocaine. And um, yeah, she's like, do you want to go do it right now in the bathroom? <laughs> we have five minutes before class starts. Then I go, oh, <laughs> no, I think you're a cocaine addict right now. <laughs> and I think you do it a lot now. And she's like, it's good. <laughs> um, so we all went over to our apartment because right, she was having like a little party, yeah. right? Because she was having a breakup party pretty uh-huh. much. Oh, okay. um, so I went over there and I, we were outside smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. I really hope my parents don't listen to this podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so we're outside smoking a cigarette uh-huh. and she's like, oh, you know, I, I've been drinking a lot. She says, oh, do you want to sleep in my room tonight? And I said, oh, uh, sure. Is there like no room in the living room? She's like, no, I just, you know, maybe you could sleep in my room. And then I said, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, computer, do, do you mean like, <laughs> do you mean like sex? <laughs> Did you guys actually say it like that? I, I said, oh, I actually pretty much did say it like that. Yeah, really awkward. I'm not good with these things. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's like, mm-hmm. right? She kind of shrugged and says, maybe. Is that okay? And then I said, oh, I don't know. And I started kind of trying to deter her a little bit because she sort of scares me as a person. Yeah. So I say, oh, I don't know. You know, I, I usually don't have like one night stands. And she's like, oh, I don't care. And then I say, oh, okay. I haven't shaved in a while. And she says, oh, I don't care. And I say, okay, well, you know, I don't know about having sex. Maybe we'll decide it later. She's like, sure. Maybe you could tell ghost stories. And then I say, ha ha, yeah. She's like, yeah, maybe you could tell some while you're inside me. And I said, oh, uh, uh. Okay. And then I got nervous, but uh, my brain said yes. So then I said yes. And then that is. Did your uh, brain say yes or did your wiener say yes? My wiener said yes against my, but then the the uh, the neurons from my wiener went up to the neurons yeah. to my brain. Okay. I feel and like I that's yes. part of the male like human condition. Yeah. It's like, it's like you know a trash bag says let's have coitus and and we go no we're not gonna have sex with the trash yeah, bag. Yeah, obviously it's not, not a good gonna, idea. We're not going to do a full bag full of garbage and then our our wiener like wakes up and he says ha ha we are going to have sex with a garbage bag. Yeah. <laughs> The wiener says, fuck, look at those little creases. <laughs> fuck, look at those folds. God damn, they uh, stretch that shit out. I'll make you a glad bag. Yeah, I'll make <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gross. All right. Thank you for sharing this story. Yeah, that's a good story. Yeah. Um, so, why don't you tell the audience about Time Cops? <clears throat> yeah. So, Time Cops came out of um an improv bit we did in... Actually, it wasn't an improv bit. So in our high school musical theater class, um, it was – the way it was structured is the class puts on the musical, and then after the musical's over, you, no one gives a shit, <laughs> right? And so um, our teacher, Miss Mars, she had us do song parodies. And me and Adam and Ryan and Willis, we got in a group, and we – decide we we didn't work on our parody at all but we worked on the backstory for the characters of our um uh parody and that's where the time cops were created so the time cops are a group of four police officers whose job it is to go back in time and to stop 
crimes um, from happening that that were negative on the world. So, like, for example, they'd go back to the Lincoln assassination, and they would stop John Wilkes Booth from assassinating Abraham Lincoln. But the time cops, they're not very good police officers. <laughs> and so, bad. in their efforts to stop, uh, you know, John Wilkes Booth from shooting Abraham Lincoln, like, they accidentally yell like duck someone ducks and then the bullet hits abraham it's the cause they cause all the bad things <laughs> they happen. cause all the things to happen inadvertently <laughs> and they can't go back in time to stop themselves because those are the time rules that we created <laughs> um and so i played okay well okay <laughs> willis played a character named chief he was um the leader of the time cops he was in charge he was the you know most senior officer. Ryan played a character named Four Eyes. Ryan had just gotten glasses, and what we like to do as friends of Ryan is to relentlessly make fun of him. So his character had to be named Four Eyes, and he was a nerdy um, piece of shit. And <laughs> yeah. with a really big nose. That's part of the character. And that's why we cast Ryan as that character. And then Adam played a character named Shortstack. He's the he's the bold rogue like mm. um lone wolf of the time cops. He he likes to go his own way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um I played his wife Tracy. You yeah. did play and his I wife cheated Tracy. On him. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Spicy. For for writing Shortstack, I wanted to give him a really gritty like uh, dark like detective um character arc. Um and then my character, I played a character named Scat Cop. Scat Cop, um... Did he poop? No, he's a <laughs> oh. jazz musician. Oh, okay. He only speaks in Scat. He, he, so, um, like, okay, uh, say something to me. Hey, and, and Scat Cop, how are you doing? Just like that. Just like that. That's a good character. Right? Right? A good character, right? Yeah. 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 And so, um, we, we came up with this thing, and then we... Adam and Ryan had gone off to acting colleges, um... And so when they returned over that winter break, we decided that we were going to write and record um, Time Cops as, like, a YouTube series. And so I wrote out four episodes of um, – They were really funny. Time Cops. He sent me the script. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, and then we started getting people to cast um, as the other characters. We had um, Will Dowden, um, who's – uh, a very terrific actor. He played Abraham Lincoln and his girlfriend at the time, Emily Botnin, played mm-hmm. um, uh, Mrs. Lincoln. Mrs. Lincoln, and uh, they're so fun. We, we we had a scene where they made out for like a solid minute. You showed me the clip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was nice. It, it was very fun. Um, yeah, we 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 played John Wilkes Booth as like a stand-up comedian <laughs> who's like <laughs> who's like he, he gets on things. He's like I'm I'm gonna say something controversial about black people. Like, Booth speaks the truth. Yeah, Booth speaks the truth. That was his tagline. <laughs> That's funny. And um, yeah. So we 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 had this bit where like Hitler was like a puppet, and like there's like a blonde guy um with blue eyes like in the podium like telling him what to say. Um, That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, but we had like a two week window to to film all, all the stuff, and we just couldn't get. We basically got everything filmed except for the scenes um, with all four of the time cops in the same space. Aww. And and so, you know, time cops, we worked really hard on it for like two weeks. And then we ended up not being able to complete it because we filmed it out of order. 
and then the scenes we filmed were like you know in the middle of all the oh yeah you know? yeah um so it sort of um fell apart in that way in that there's no complete work now because um there's just missing scenes um intermittently um but we've we've talked about and we can't now because adam just left but we talked about just like getting an iphone camera one day and saying fuck it and and just do like doing the script but having just us four play all the characters (laughs) yeah um but yeah i i a stage reading (laughs) i had gotten caitlin to play short stack's wife um and so we the arc of time cops sort of goes like this every episode they go back they stop we had a um abraham lincoln episode where they tried to stop that assassination then we had an episode where they tried to stop the uh charles manson murders um <laughs> which was so much fun we we got our friend kellen like this big beard oh he played manson um yeah nice. yeah it was um he was very 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 funny and um and, and then the hitler episode was a two-parter because it's of course a hitler it's hitler and but the arc was basically going like this: the time cops would go try to stop the crime. They'd accidentally caused the crime, and then um, Short Stacks starts, you know, noticing that his wife is cheating on him, and he finds out. He walks in on Scat Cop having sex with his wife. Mm-hmm. That's so, you. And so, yeah, yeah that's, that's the scene yeah. that Caitlin and I yeah. filmed the sex scene. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he scattered the whole time. I did scatter. Yeah, like jazz Um And let's see. They so short stack starts, you know, having this resentment towards Scat Cop, and they start, you know, there's there's a little bit of infighting within the time cops, and then they find out that Scat Cop has been actually causing. All of the crimes to have there's there's um oh he's bad yeah there's a part in in the fourth episode where there's all these flashbacks and flashes back to like like scat cop telling John Luke's booth to pull the trigger and and all this stuff where Wait, so he's causing like the assassination of Hitler to do things yeah and... so it's it's to the point where the audience and the time cops for you know the majority of the series think that they're accidentally causing all these crimes but then they go back and you find out scat cop is maliciously on purpose That's he's just the most so evil human being ever. all these things can he actually talk uh, uh, no. so does he does he just scat into jungle yeah, with his yeah, ear yeah. <laughs> wait isn't there an episode where you say a line like in real human english and then you never do again <laughs> i i i don't think so as far as I remember in the script, all of Scat Cop's lines, I just wrote Scat Cop and then in like brackets, Scats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other character's like, it's kind of like Chewbacca. You, you know, oh, like, yeah, they yeah. know what he's saying, but he's got it. And I didn't write the, I didn't write the fifth episode just because we didn't, we didn't have enough time to, um, but there's a couple different ways I was thinking about going with the story. And the way that I think I would go right now is that Scat Cop is actually working for like an international like time like preservation society where they can't alter the timeline that we're on. So Scat Cop joins the time cops, even though they have good intentions, but he he's you know bound to um keep the timeline the same way it is. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So he's not bad. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then they're all friends. But you you know there's there's 
you know, all this um, tension. You think Scott Cop's the bad guy. Yeah. It's, it, it's a very well-written series. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> it needs to be finished. It yeah. does need to be finished. I'll, I'll start a Kickstarter. Yeah. 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 The, see, so Adam, who plays Shortstack, he goes to um, the American Musical and Dramatic Arts Academy in Los Angeles. And he does all the summer terms there. Is he almost done? He is almost done. He's going going to graduate in February. That makes me so angry. With like a BFA. I'm like thing. three years older than him and I'm not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very upset. But so, but you know, the flip side of that is he only has two weeks off, like in between um, yeah, that's rough. quarters. Yeah. So I, I only see him like four weeks every Ooh. year. Yeah. It's sad. Adam, I miss you. Do you guys, like, track how many listeners you get per podcast? Um, no, it doesn't show me that, but if it did, I wouldn't want to know. <laughs> nice. You probably get at least, like, seven or eight, right? Yeah, I think yeah. you at least get seven or eight. That's good. You yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we go, is there anything you want to plug? Um, let's see. The Wedding Singer at Plastic Community Theater stars me and my girlfriend, Emma Howard, who is very talented and lovely. Very talented and lovely <laughs> Emma Howard. Nice. And it right runs um, at the um, in the historic State Theater in Auburn um, from July 12th to July 28th. So come see that. Yeah. Neat. And you can Very follow nice. Sean on Instagram. Yes. At, at Sean underscore Putseer. That's his name. Yeah. All right. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. My name's Kayla Richards. What's your name? My, oh. My, my name is Kayla. You can't do an impression of me yet. We don't know each other that well. We don't know each other that well. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I hate you, Sean. I hate you, Sean. Ooh, are you sure? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, I'm a dickhead. You're not a dickhead. You're not a dickhead, Sean. You're not a dickhead either. Thank you. I like you a lot, Sean. I like you a lot, too. This has been a summer for my art. I'm Quinn Russell. I'm Sean Putzier. Yeah. Did I say that? Is that a lot? Turn it off.